0: And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee.
1: To be full of faith and full of wisdom and full of power and full of the Holy Spirit as Stephen and the six others were, it takes some time. It doesn't happen by osmosis. It doesn't happen overnight. Amen? These characteristics demonstrated that Stephen and the six other men chosen to serve at tables were all, these characteristics are all pointing to the importance of God's word in our life. It is pointing to the importance of understanding God's word. It is pointing to the importance of keeping God's word. It is pointing to the importance of ensuring that we bring forth a bountiful harvest gone are the days where you settle for five six seven fruit on the tree we need the tree full of fruit are you with me and tree metaphorically speaking to referring to us as christians amen today we are going to deal with the first type of soil jesus spoke about and that is and notice notice how how god switches from using soil to he and from using soil to hearts because the issue is not that he's just using farming as a way to indicate to us how the kingdom of god operates are you with me the same way a seed operates in the kingdom of god Sorry, a seed operates in the world, in the soil. It is the same way the seed of God's word works in the spirit or the kingdom of God, which is the economy of God. Are you with me? The problem in the problem with us in the economy is that we have been asking for harvest, but we haven't gotten the soil prepared. We haven't sowed the seed, amen? But we are praying for harvest. You see, that has been the problem for years. Let me share something with you that shocked me shocked me because i do it myself jesus said hypocrites like praying i didn't say that jesus said it i'm just reading because i love praying and jesus said hypocrites they love praying what they don't love doing is reading (laughs) they don't love sowing seeds now you get what i'm saying it takes discipline and effort now you get a farmer has to exercise patience Farming, you cannot take a shortcut. You cannot beat the system. Yes, and so Jesus is using far. It's not about farming. This is not about farming. This is about how you take the word of God, places it in your heart, and it releases power to overcome. That takes time. and And God is showing us ourselves Amen. I am, I'm going to talk about this. Now, let me say this. I'm not talking about something somebody told me. Praise God. Neither am I saying I have, uh, as Paul said, Paul, I I love Paul. When Paul, Paul gave us an idea as to how, why he was so successful in, in um, Philippians chapter three. You don't have to turn there. I'll just mention it quickly. Paul said in Philippians chapter three, and I'm saying that because sometimes when you teach, uh, it would seem like you're far removed from what you're teaching. But no, brothers and sisters, we all, we all are Christians on the Christian journey. Yes. Amen? And I want you to know, as Paul said, brethren, I, I, I count myself not as having apprehended. In other words, I haven't arrived. Yes. Nobody will ever arrive. But I'll tell you this much, I have left. You yes. get what I'm saying? I have left. And so I can tell you a little bit, glory be to God. Of where I was, and maybe you can identify. Jesus is saying there is a type of soil that is a type of soil called sideways pathway soil, sideways soil, which is typical of certain Christians' hearts. Oh glory! I get what I'm saying. I am, I am, I am. Uh, I say I'm saying this because there was a time that's the way my heart was, and God had to bring it to my attention. So, so Jesus here is telling us. It is important to have an understanding of how farming works. So we can look at how it works and take the same principles over into God's economy so we can experience a bountiful harvest in the spirit. We can reach maturity. Amen. And so he's saying, look, the, nothing is wrong with the seed. First Peter two, first Peter. <laughs> first peter chapter or not first is it first peter chapter 1 verse 23 tells us the seed is an incorruptible seed it abideth forever the seed of god doesn't change the problem is the soil in which the seed is sown the type of soil we are described that's described here so so we are told here that the seed of god's word is what incorruptible it cannot be corrupted it abides for what forever and that's the word of God. Amen. That word of God is sown into hearts this morning. Some of us, our hearts are, according to God's word, pathway soil hearts. Some of us, our hearts are thorny soil hearts. Some of us, our hearts are stony soil hearts. Some of us, our hearts are fertile soil hearts. I am not I am just telling you what the Bible says. It's not me. (laughs) Are you you getting what I'm saying, saints? Jesus is the one who preached this right here. Amen? I'm going to show you, really, how we can identify whether one's heart is stony or a a, a more familiar word is callous or hard. Now, let me share this with you, brothers and sisters. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Mm -hmm. when we talk about heart think of i have a diagram think of mind and being fiercely focused are you with me saints when the when the bible talks about heart let me show you what the heart let me show you what the heart the heart comprises of the born again spirit and the soul the soul has the mind the will and the emotion So when the Bible talks about the heart, that's why he says in Mark 11, in Mark chapter 12, verse 30, Love the Lord with all your heart. And he didn't stop there. He goes further. Love the Lord with all your soul. He went further. Love the Lord with all your mind. And he loved the Lord with all your strength. Strength means your ability. Forcefulness. You cannot love the Lord lazily. You got to love the Lord forcefully. Mm. With all your ability, you come all in because he gave all. Oh, the verse is right here, sorry. (laughs) And he said, this is the first commandment. It is not a suggestion. You and I, we have been commanded by God to love the Lord. Because you see, the reason why God tells us all, all, all is because we can love the Lord halfway. Part way, thank you. Mm. Are you getting what I'm saying? Saints, we can do something, but our hearts are not in it. And God is saying, I need you to give me all because I went all the way. Mm. So when we talk about heart, I want you to think mind, and I want you to think fiercely focused. Mind, because he when the Bible says all your soul, all your mind. Fiercely focused on God. All your will is for God. Every desire. Because it's not like that every time. You would agree, brothers and sisters, that you can be born again. That's your born again spirit right here. That's your heart. That's your heart. Amen. Born again spirit, but your mind is unrenewed. Carnal as ever. Well, let me move on. That, that's the word of God. It happens. Uh, born again, but emotions running wild like a horse. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that's why he said all your emotions have to be in God. All your ability, all your will. It takes a little while before that happens. It doesn't happen overnight. You've got to be fiercely focused. You got to fight with your mind to get the information in there. And if you don't, the heart, the mind, is going to remain callous. The seed of God's word is going to be sown on the soul of your heart. And because the heart is not prepared, it's not been prepared. You say, prepared, what do you mean? I'm talking about when the soil is broken up. Mm? When it's called what? What is it called? In farming it's called, there is a term for it, when you break up hard soil. amen. to get it ready? till yeah till yeah it's called tilling yeah thank you so much so you got to till the ground you got to put some iron you got to hurt can i say hurt the soil yeah you got you got to put some iron in there and bring it up glory be to god amen and shake it and loosen it up it's too tight you cannot keep the word glory be to god that's why sometimes sometimes brothers and sisters adversity sometimes breaks us up and you most. i'm talking about sometimes when you don't uh let me let me move on let me move on here i need to finish my material amen glory be to god hallelujah thank you jesus sometimes sometimes the neck is so stiff it has to be broken I'm talking about the will, our will sometimes. It has to be broken so that it becomes palatable to accept God's word. Sometimes we are so stiff necked, like those in the wilderness. See God move. Listen to me. The mind, the heart or the mind that's like that, it has the information. But the information is not positively impacting the individual. It's okay to have information. That's why the process is the process to bring in forth good fruit is this is the process. The first thing is you got to hear. Then, when you've heard, you got to keep what you've heard. When you keep what if you've heard, then you understand. When you understand, then you believe. It is a process, but the callous heart knows nothing about that. Now that's scary. Because the callous heart sometimes can show on the outside that they've got it going on. That's why the Bible says God looks in First Samuel chapter 16 verse 7. God looks at the, at the heart. God doesn't look at the outward appearance. Because the callous individual. And callous, when I say callous, don't, don't get me wrong since. I'm not referring to somebody that's bad. People are not born callous. I'm getting ahead of myself. Situations get them callous or let me back up a bit they they allow situations the pressures of life they will mold you life is like a fire you will never exit life the same way you come in and you got to back up and allow yourself not to be molded into or defined we just said your love define me is that does his love really define you or has a situation defined you no, I was, I was singing there and I'm playing. I'm saying, uh huh. Okay, praise God. Praise God. Your love defined me. Yes, yes, yes. Sometimes you gotta think, What has God's love defined you? Are you still the same regardless of what the devil threw at you? Or have you defined? Have you been molded by your circumstances and remain callous consequently? I'm telling you, I was there. Let me tell you how God showed that to me. For years, I was in church, and God showed me. Look, he said, "Eh, you know it's good to speak about yourself, huh? I look around, and I was behaving just like my unsaved friends. In church, in church, in church, no joy, like they had no joy. No hope, like they had no hope. Fearful of everything, like they were fearful. Not delivered, like they were, and God asked, and I kept saying, what's going on? Now, in church, praising the Lord. But I was not defined by what I was reading. I had the information. But the information was not impacting me positively so much so I could bring good fruit. You get what I'm saying? It's not enough to have information. The color, soil people, the heart, they have information. But it's not impacting their life. It's not changing them. And I'll show you why in a while. It's it's, it's all in the word, brothers. It's, It's all in the word. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now let me read this to you. Before I have to walk away not preaching what I came to preach. Amen. And let me tell you, brothers and sisters, why this parable is so important. Jesus said, Jesus said that understanding this parable is crucial because the interpretation of this parable provides a model for interpreting all his parables. You and I need to understand that. You need to understand the farming. If you don't understand, talk to a farmer talk to a farmer are you with me so you can understand the process it takes time it's laborious praise god amen and what i love about it is there is no shortcut (laughs) hallelujah amen when the seed is planted when the seed is planted, it has it has to experience Genesis chapter eight verse twenty two. Can you put Genesis chapter eight verse twenty two? Glory be to God. Glory Genesis eight twenty two. Now this is what we don't want to experience. When the seed of God's word is planted, cycles has to take place. Cy- the seed has to experience cold. And still remain the seed. The seed has to experience heat. And still remain the Kabasata. Are you getting what I'm saying evangelists? You still remain defined by God. (laughs) Mm. Are you getting what I'm saying saints? And the problem is because the the soil has not been prepared tilled to accept The seed. Because keep in mind the soil has been engineered by God to ensure that the seed reaches its maximum potential. Oh God, I give you praise. Thank you, Holy Ghost for that. And God did that. Our hearts, our spirit, is designed by God to accept God's word and you, accept God's word and you and I become who we were intended to be by God everybody here today you are created to solve a problem this is let me say it a different way you are created with a will in mind god you didn't come here without a purpose from god we all have a purpose from god very few of us are going to find it because too many of us are busy too busy doing nothing and i'm not criticizing since i was like that amen i was like that praise god I'm just telling you how I was praise God and uh, thankfully God sent somebody in my life praise God to give direction but brothers and sisters you hear me it's very important that we understand this particular parable and I I I cannot stop saying that you cannot beat that system you cannot beat the system and get a, a farmer cannot beat the system of farming and get a full harvest. No, he'll get nothing at the end she'll get nothing at the end they have to cooperate with the laws of farming in the kingdom of god in the company of god there are laws and you must cooperate with these laws are you with me glory be to god you cannot be talking against me and talking me down and move forward the law glory. it says be not deceived god is not mocked that's a law whatsoever you sow you're going to reap Oh, because what you give out there is going to come back. It's a law. And then you ask yourself, why, why? No, 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 no. It's not why, why, why? Pull inventory. Step back and pull inventory. That's what it, let me take inventory and see what's going on. Everybody's giving 24 hours a day. You, do you want to give them 36 and I give them 10? Some, can you put Psalms 138? Verse 2 on the board is very 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 familiar scriptures but I need you to see that very familiar scriptures about God's word because God told me we need you need to teach through that that particular parable and so we can all be equipped properly because God knows what's going to happen the corona came out now we do not know what's coming down the road Psalms 138 verse 2 amen so we need to get ourselves stabilized and established amen Glory be to Jesus. Second Chronicles 2020, 20, it was Jehoshaphat who told the nation of Israel. He said, "Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe in his prophets, so you shall prosper. So I'm asking you here as a prophets pass all of this. I'm asking you here. Prosperity means seeing the promises of God manifest in your life. It doesn't have to do with money as I said. Amen. It has to do with you as a mature Christian. You have submitted yourself to God's word. And listen to me. I'm going to use that example. It doesn't mean that's the only example. You've submitted yourself to God's word. You've seen God's word. There is a correlation between Isaiah 53.5, Matthew 18.17 and 1 Peter 2.24. They all talk about being healed. Isaiah 53:5 says by his stripes we are healed that's present continuous well as uh, Matthew 8:17 states this right it states that Jesus did what he did because of what Isaiah said amen he, he healed everybody First Peter 224 Peter said forget about that let's, let's just take it higher Peter said by his stripes you were healed that's information you have that's what information you have I'm telling you where I was. I had that information years ago. And I looked at myself. And it seems like where I was, uh, was far from what I saw. I had the information. But it was not benefiting me. Let me move along here. I could I could use another example, but we, we don't have time. This is what it says about God's word. It says, for thou hast magnified thy word above what? Are you seeing how important God's word is it says God has magnified his word which is what we're talking about today the word that's going to be sowed in our in the soil of our hearts God has what magnified the word above all his name so this this word is above Jehovah Jireh it's above Jehovah what Nisi it's above Jehovah Shama it's above Yahweh It's above el elion possess of heaven and earth this this is what i'm talking about the word this this is this word right here when you take it in your hands moving over to your coffee table to read you you have something now this is logos when you put it in you it becomes rhema when you release it but he's talking about the logos of god's word this is above all his name and as we said the reason god said that is because what good Is your name if you're gonna keep your word so that's why god said my word my word is above above all my names all my names he's saying forget about all my names listen to my word Hmm? the seed of what we're talking about today i'm just establishing the importance because i need us to see do not we are going to go through a series of teachings for the next couple months and i need you to take this very serious because brothers and sisters we need to get ourselves established in god's word we need to move from callous soil hearts. We need to move from thorny soil hearts. We need to move from stony soil hearts to fertile soil hearts. And brothers and sisters, we all can do it. It is not beyond the reach of anybody. The Bible says that we can do all things through Christ. As long as you have Philippians 4 13, you're okay. What did Philippians 4 13 I can do all things through what? Christ who strengthens me. Do you believe that? I can do all things. Not only me in my power, but it's through Christ. Jesus is the word. Amen. The word made flesh. All things through Christ who strengthens me. Conquer all things. We mentioned quite a few verses last week. I won't get into. I was told do not re the sermon. Amen. <laughs> no other system has been given to us by God to arrive at our full potential no other system but this system of planting god's word in our hearts the only system god gave us you cannot beat the system amen glory be to jesus oh hallelujah god's word is perfect there's nothing wrong with it i gave you a diagram can you go back to the first diagram i gave you with the three scriptures matthew 14 luke 8 and matthew sorry mark 4 luke 8 and matthew 13. can you scroll further up let me show you this at the bottom the process here is the process to bring forth fruit or to be fully persuaded as we're hearing in god's word to the brothers and sisters my appeal to you is to make an effort to keep it make an effort to keep it many times the devil distracts us how you may ask i'll just present a few suggestions stay up late A lot of the times, that's what he used to do. Me on Saturday night, I was up late. When I come to church Sunday morning. (laughs) We got to be careful. I'm not saying, Lord, have mercy. I shouldn't bring that example. But I'm just saying, amen. That's what the devil used to do to me. Not only that, I would walk into the church and I had offense with other brothers and sisters. And when I saw them, my heart, my entire system changed. That's the working of the devil. I'm telling you how I was. Mm. Not only that, sometimes when the preacher preaches, if he said something that just something that, re, that resembled something in my life, I just got offended and from then on, I'm just focusing on him. Forget the word he's preaching. How dare him talk about me? Who told him about me? An evangelist, I didn't realize he was in the spirit. It, nobody told him, God is trying to reach me. God is trying, and here am I. Offend, get taking offense at God. We need to what? Make an effort to keep the word. And only then, after we keep the word, we begin to what? Understand God's word. And after we understand God's word, then we what? We begin to believe. We begin to believe God's word. Amen? We became, another word for believe is to be fully persuaded. This is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. The word wayside here means wayside. They all have wayside. Uh, those by the wayside, By the wayside, and I think Mark chapter 4 talks about wayside. The word wayside here means footpath, or it means along the path, or it means along the road. And this refers to hard soil, which represents an insensitive or an uncaring heart. And when I say insensitive and uncaring, I'm not referring to people, I'm referring to God's word. You can be a very loving person, but just not sensitive to God's word. (laughs) very sweet individual but god's word that's just not your thing are are you getting what i'm saying saints it happens to the best of us so i don't want you to think it's anybody bad i'm talking about amen it's not referring to and and, and the word heart as i said it's not referring to our physical organ think mind and think the focus pathway also means callous callous means to make insensitive having feelings or morals deadened it describes one who is emotionally deadened hardened insensitive indifferent and unsympathetic not towards people not towards people keep that in mind it is an attitude towards god's word One might be discouraged and I have hope here. One might be discouraged by this soil. But remember, this is a parable and it does not state the soil cannot be altered by plowing you get what i'm saying brothers and sisters don't you walk away saying well this i'm callous or these people is this people are callous no the soil can be altered it can be plowed amen and it can become prepared to take the seed don't give up on callous soil sometimes callous soils becomes the best soil when a, when somebody who's not who's not as sensitive to god's word as should and they realize and they pull inventory and say how old am i i'm 32 35 huh and and, and i'm reading god's word i'm seeing these promises what's going on and then when they go after god fiercely the entire world changes <laughs> oh god so don't you give up on that kind of soil potentially they can be the best soil Oh, glory be to Jesus. So it does not state that there is no hope for this soil. The truth be told, we all were hard one time. (laughs) Uh, Until God got our attention and and plowed us. Amen. He plowed us. He brought us in. Glory be to God. I know about me. My time of plowing. I, I thought it was a time of embarrassment. Didn't realize God was positioning me for ministry. Are you with me? Plow. My wife can tell you I was plowed so hard. I thought God forgot me. I used to be driving around Tallahassee. And and just pulling off and crying. After giving. After spending 15 to 20 years in the ministry. give my life. Then I find myself kicked out. Driving on the road. And crying like a baby. I thought everything was lost, lost. Not knowing God had a plan. Oh, glory be to God. All I had to do was just wait on God. Are you with me? Let me tell you, I got, Doc, let me tell you, I got my deliverance. Let me tell you, tell you, in church, two years after, two years after that happened to me, I was in church and I spread my hands out and I said, God, I thank you that I'm going to heaven. I said, I am so happy not to be involved in church ministry. Thank you for the freedom in church i was praying and thanking god and brothers and sisters i tell you when i first, the next week when i was free all of a sudden the call came yeah. as soon as i got delivered yeah. from the offense oh glory be to god oh hallelujah you know what i'm saying it's plowing sometimes you got to be plowed oh so too brothers and sisters, so too people whose hearts are considered wayside, soil, are not always like that. They, are not, they, they got so over a period of time. Over a period of time. Amen? They got so over a period of time. Since in walking with the Lord, we are all at that place. We were all at that place at one time in our lives. We all. Some of us have moved on unfortunately some of us are still here i said that too quick some of us have moved on unfortunately some of us are still there can you go to matthew chapter 8 let me show you exactly what i'm talking about because sometimes you need to have a biblical reference to to make your point jesus mark chapter 8 Mark. And before we go to verse 21, let's back up to verse 13. Mark chapter 8. Let's just walk through the text. I think that'll make my point. Let's walk through the text. You got Mark chapter 8? But let's back up to verse 13. I was going to do verse 21 because Jesus asked the same, he asked, the, he asked them a question. Why don't you understand which is the problem the callous seed has, the callous soil. The callous soil doesn't have, the seed on soil and the callous soil cannot be germinated because there is no understanding in that individual are you with me saints and he left them here jesus left the pharisees they were harassing him asking him to prove himself and he was not going to do that so he left them and entered into a ship and again departed to the other side can you go to first while he was while he was on the ship traveling verse 14 this is what he said now the disciples when they got in the ship they had forgotten to take bread neither had they in the ship with them more than one loaf they forgot to take bread and forgot to buy bread they didn't have anything but one loaf they all going on the other side they are there with Jesus verse 15 says and he charged them Jesus began to talk to them he said take heed beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the leaven of Herod He's talking to them and he said, Take heed of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the leaven of Herod. Look how they responded. These men had just seen Jesus fed 5,000. And they had just seen Jesus fed 7,000. Are you with me? But <laughs> And the reason, they, they discussing themselves and said, It is because we have no bread. Five loaves fed almost 15,000 people. You got one loaf. He cannot use one loaf to feed 12. I'm talking about the kind of heart. they were not bad men. they were not bad people. That was not their focus. That was just not their focus. Have you met haven't you met somebody who knows everything about everything that's happening in the world, but nothing about the word? Good Christian, know the name of every team out there. every play on every team. But when it comes to God's word, Just dull since we have to be very careful of that moving forward these are days we cannot take for granted anymore we cannot take these days for granted so we have no bread let's go to verse 17 and when Jesus knew it he found out what they were discussing he said unto them why reason what are you discussing because you have no bread Oh, now he's going to list the symptoms of a callous heart. Ah, so you and I can see he's listing them now. He said, "Perceive ye not if your heart is callous." He's listing the symptoms for us of a what? Somebody's heart, who's callous, a wayside-hearted individual. He said, "Hey." What, what what was the first symptom perceiving not no perception you you cannot exercise the mind to think you you, you cannot think and say and, and couldn't you come to the realization that i fed because i fed 5000 with five bread couldn't you at least say i can feed 12 with one loaf jesus is saying what is wrong with you why is your heart so hardened good people following jesus These men, these men jesus constrained them to go in a boat are you with me Con, to go in a boat these were grown men they loved jesus but their hearts life has done a number on them i'm telling <laughs> are you gonna because listen to me this is what i'm talking about when i say life has done a number on them i'm talking too fast This is what i mean the soil the pathway soil is called it's hardened because of the people walking back and forth people walking back and forth so it's compact soil how many of you know that life experiences and people lived on a number on us and their tracks are still in our hearts they are still footsteps yeah let me share with you an example and i'll move forward I was listening to a preacher friend and he said he had a he he had a guy working for him he was a mechanic and he said he looked at the guy very good at what he does but he was he was um uh he was screwing a bolt and he screwed it properly he took it out he screwed it properly he took it out and so the preacher went and said what are you doing what's going on i've seen you you've screwed the bolt four times and took it out He screwed it until he got it cross thread and the preacher put his hands on his back and he said is everything okay with you and the guy began crying and the the guy said tell me what's wrong he said from the time I was a boy my father said to me you are so stupid you can't even screw a bolt without cross threading it and he said every time I hear my daddy Life, his dad, his family did a number on him, <laughs> and so now this is all his focus. Now he, he cannot ask God for help. He forgot Philippians four thirteen. I can screw a bolt without prostrating it because I can do all things. let me tell you our family has done a number of us on us life has done a number on us people we love has done a number on us and we still haven't forgotten it we are still struggling with that stuff listen to me you don't have to hold that stuff i'm talking too fast are you getting me you got to let that stuff go all this and most times these stay in our heart because these are loved ones who spoken things in our lives and so grown now he's still hearing daddy Grown now, he's still hearing mommy. Dead and gone, but he's still hearing them. Pathway soil. And that's why some of us are. You, are you get what I'm saying? I'm telling you what has happened to me and how God showed me and how I got delivered from that stuff. Years walking around because my father wasn't there. years feeling inadequate, trying to please everybody. The devil is a liar, not anymore. <laughs> Uh, free at last free at last thank god almighty i'm free at last free! You, please, look i never understand oh, i never understand why jesus spoke to christians john 8 31 let me show you man i lord i'm just hearing God. i never understood why jesus i always i always battled for years why did god tell christian people who are saved john 8 31 then jesus said to those which jews what. Who believed these are believers he said to them if you can not everybody's going to do it some folks get saved and they've arrived he said if you continue in my word then you are my what my disciples for real for real you see they are for real disciples and disciples are not for real, according to what Jesus said. Since I'm just saying, isn't that the Bible? Is not the Bible? That's God's word, right? He said, "If because not everybody is going to do it, if because not everybody, it's not important for everybody. People like the crotches. I know I like my crotch. I love my crotch. I don't want to give it up for what." Verse eight, verse thirty-two says what? Verse thirty-two says. And you shall know what the truth the truth truth of who you are in Christ and the truth shall what free some of us are still that man was not free bound by what his father told him and many of us still at the callous level love the Lord love the Lord want to move forward but just do not know how to move over and so because Because of, and so because we do not prepare the heart and do not move forward, the soil remains hardened, unproductive, insensitive, not fertile. And then you look over and then you look at a wonderful, luscious green pasture. Amen. You don't see the soil. What you see is the pasture. But beneath the pasture is the soil. It's fertile soil. Ah. and here you look at this wonderful lush green fertile plantation and you look in comparison to a pathway that's patched and compacted and hard so jesus is speaking to them i'm almost done give me i'm, I'm almost done I, I'm, we are going through the symptoms of a hard heart right jesus said you just why can't you perceive what jesus is saying what's going on here you you saw not only that you were part of the miracle the Greek seems to indicate the way Jesus was able to feed almost 15,000 during that short period of time is as they broke the bread, it grew. As they broke they saw the bread grew, they had the information. They got excited, they that They got the job on. They feel the spirit listen listen now listen listen jesus said you can exercise your mind that's one symptom he he continued he continues what's the other symptom you oh you sorry let's go back to mark chapter 8 sorry mark chapter 8 mark chapter 8 sorry about that verse 17 the first symptom is in verse 17 you got it an inability to perceive right here. Perceiving not. Perceive. Just cannot understand. Just cannot see. The next symptom is what? We said that was the problem with the color soil. They did not understand it and so the devil comes and he took it right away. Jesus is telling them, neither what's going on? You do not perceive. You don't understand. Amen. Just can't Even if somebody shows you something, you just you just can't see it. Mm, He continues. What's the next symptom? Uh Have your heart yet hardened? Has life done such a number on you that you cannot understand nor perceive God's word? There are many Christians walking around like that. Many Christians. I think think I'm going to cut it short. I'll continue next week. Many Christians walking around like that. Many Christians walking around. Let me share this with you. Let me share this with you, brothers and sisters. And those of you looking. If life has done a number on you. A number on you. You don't have to stay that way. No, you don't have to stay that way. For five, six, seven, eight years. Still the same way. You don't have to stay that way you choose to stay that way but you don't have to the bible says in i just i knew it some Psalm, ah, psalms 19. can you go to psalms 19 i think is right about right, right around verse 7. you don't have to you don't have to stay that psalms 19. it says the law of the lord is what what it does to the soul yeah god can take you all the way back to when you were pure <laughs> some people are walking around because they've been hurt from tragedy they've been hurt from marriages they've been hurt from what else from from people talking down to them you know how much family do do, do you know families think that they that they have a right to talk down to one another they, they don't want nobody else to do it but they think they have a right to do that not realizing they are damaging people I know they did it to me I know and I had trouble crawling out of that but I crawled my way out I placed my importance and focus on God oh yes oh yes oh yes oh yeah oh glory be to God But I tell you I have, so, I have so much to share on that because I'm I have walked and lived that and God helped me you need spiritual help to get off the Lord some people put on you the word restore here it says the law of the Lord is what perfect here means it has everything you need for you to become who you are in Christ and this is restore here means to convert It, it what it converts convert means to restore back to its former state God can get you back to the point where you'll forget your past he'll get you so pure You'll the very people who hurt you. You'll hug them, love them, and say, "Oh, I even forgot it." Somebody have to remind you of the wrong they did to you. I know it happened to me. Somebody said to me, "Did you forget what?" I say, "Yes, I forgot." <laughs> so delivered because of God's help. Are you with me? Because you've placed an emphasis on God, brothers and sisters. That's why I said every time I teach, I tell you, my life's motto is to set my love on God. Psalm 91 verse 14. God said, because he or she hath set his love upon me, I will honor them. I will show them my salvation. That's what I'm interested in. Oh, and nobody's, stop- that's my life's goal. Nobody's going to stop that. Hmm? What it says? Because he hath set his love. Anybody set their love on Jesus? That's your life pursuit, your life journey. And as you get to love the Lord all, all, the hard-heartedness brothers and sisters everything all the experiences that's etched on the canvas of your memory they'll just fall away they'll just dissolve what mommy said just dissolve what daddy said just dissolve amen what uncle rary uncle rary said that's just dissolve hmm Yes, just, 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 yeah, brother. You know, kinfolk have a way of doing that to you. Are you with me? The Bible says the prophet is not without honor except among his family. Yes, among his kinfolk and his own country because they know him, they know her, they think they can disrespect him or her. I'm talking to somebody you need to get that. Know who you are in Christ. Let God affirm you. Oh, put importance on what God's word says. Oh God. Hallelujah. Oh my God. I'm talking about moving away from that callous. Ah. You got we we and all I'm trying to say is get in get sensitive to what God says about you. Place importance on what God says about you. How you how are you going to do that? Continually devouring and reading God's word. I remembered when I found out that was my problem. You can ask my wife here. She can tell you. I took off reading God's word for seven years. I would read the Bible every Friday night from nine to two in the morning. Nine to one, right? Nine to one. Leave her at the house and go to the church. Then I would come back on Saturdays. Close down at six in the evening. Read and study until two in the morning. Because I realized I'm going to have a son. I have a wife and I cannot do that by myself. I cannot do it but undo it in the state I was. I was bound. I still needed a daddy. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? God one Saturday night, God delivered. My wife, she can tell you I was I was in the I was on the other side in the office just studying, praying, and you know, and and I thank God for my wife because I tell you on Friday on Friday nights we like being together and she's looking at me. And she knows I want to leave to go to church to pray. And to read. And then she'll tell me, okay, you can go. Before she said go, I'm out the door. <laughs> Do you know what it is to bear and to to, to to put up with somebody every Friday night for seven years? But I needed to be delivered. I know, this is what I knew. I knew no psychologist couldn't help me. You know, psychiatrists couldn't help me, and some of us have been going to psychology. Thank God for psychologists, thank God for for psychiatrists. But listen to me, brothers and sisters that which they did to you is spiritual. An appeal cannot take out the spirit, a pill cannot go where God's word can. I know, (laughs) ah, glory be to Jesus. Words are spirit and they are powerful. What gets rid of words is words, the word of God, word for word, that's it. Not peel for word, word for word, and you load upon the word. And the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12: the word of God is quick, powerful, sharp. It comes in, taking our cable, sharp.